Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Catalog and Cocktails, our weekly live hangout and honest, no BS, non-salesy conversation about data, where we bring tasty beverages and tasty ideas. So, hey, I'm Tim Gasper, Director of Product over at Data.World. And hello, I am Juan Cicada, the Principal Scientist here at Data.World. And uh, this is our Wednesday, our middle of the week pause to just, uh, I like our, our, our saying, right? An, an honest, no BS, non-salesy conversation about data. So, and I'm really excited today to have our guest, uh, Claire Cahill. Uh, Claire yeah. is the director of product data at the Zebra. And I think that's our going to be our topic of today. What is like a data product manager? Claire, awesome. was a quick thanks intro. for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little yeah, bit about I'm... you, Claire. Absolutely. I'm Claire. I am... I was a data product manager and I manage a team of data product managers. So director of product over at the Zebra, um, have played several different data roles in my career. So data analyst, business analyst, data engineering manager, kind of hopped around all those different roles and found my way to data product management. So excited to talk about that here today. Cool. So um, always in the chat, I'd love to know if you can chat, uh, tell us where you're coming from. Uh, what's your tasty beverage of the day? Uh, I'm having just a good old classic gin and tonic. I love my Hendrix. That's what I'm doing. How about you, How about you Tim? I've got a uh, planter's punch over here. I've been, I've been trying to figure out some more rum drinks. So I'll post the link in the, uh, in the chat, but that's what I'm drinking. How about you, Claire? I have a tasty 70 cal white claw going on, the new Clementine flavor. It's pretty good. Highly recommend. <laughs> well, that's nice. So one other thing before we kick off the conversation, I want to say happy birthday to my partner in crime here, Tim Gasper. Uh, happy birthday, man. And this is the product manager kind of conversation. It all lines up to, to today. So happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm, I'm super excited, uh, um, you know, to, to celebrate my birthday with a discussion about product management and uh, couldn't have a, a better guest today than, than Claire, because I, 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 not only um, is your background awesome and is the Zebra an awesome company, but, um, you know, your, your experience and the things you work on really resonate with me because, you know, I've, I've, I also do a lot of product management. I've been doing data product management. So, uh, I find that to be just a very fun area and a cool area to talk about as well. Awesome. Happy birthday. So in, in the past, thank month, you. The, can you imagine this is already our 12th episode. So this has been three months already been on this. And over the last three months, we've had so many different topics coming from different data lineage, data policy, so much stuff about data governance. We've talked about knowledge graphs. Uh, last week, we talked about the principles about agile data governance. Um, we've talked a lot about data personas, like who's on your data team. Uh, and we kind of categorize this as like the, the producers of data, the consumers of data. But we believe that there is something missing. There's something in there. There's a missing link here. Uh, but just sort of recap, the way I like to put it here, Claire, I'd like to get your perspective is producers and consumers. So producers, we're talking about data engineers. Uh, I put also like the, like your ETL developers, your DBAs, uh, your data stewards are kind of producers. Then you have your consumers of data who are your business analysts, your BI developers, your data scientists. Uh, those are the two camps that I see. Um, how, do, how do you see this? Like th those two big, do you agree with that? What's missing? Yeah, absolutely. I think 
I think that's where we identified a gap too, is like the, the users um, for this role are really those internal people using your BI tools. They're your analysts, data scientists. They are users of the product too, even if it's something internal to you. So that's definitely how I view, view this landscape as well. So let's talk about that gap. What is that gap? Cool. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, go for it, Tim. Oh, no, sorry. I wasn't chiming in. Go for it. You're good. Okay. Yeah. So the gap that I see that, you know, I was excited that this role exists and that, you know, I could help fill it was, you know, the analyst, data scientists, your consumers are really focused on their specific use case. And so you, you, start seeing when they're going directly to data engineering, you start saying, well, how does this fit into the overall picture? So if you have a very vocal stakeholder, you know, in or a very vocal marketing analyst, your data may start skewing towards everything the data engineering team is doing is really focused on your marketing data. But what's kind of like, you know, that holistic you know, data is becoming so valuable for companies that who's there to say like, you know, here's some short term things that we're doing. Here's the longer term vision. Here's how these things fit together. How do you balance that when everyone is very focused on their specific use case? And yeah, you see that. And that's kind of why product management starts to form on the software side where all of a sudden, you know, it doesn't make sense for everyone to go directly to the engineering team and you start to see, well, what are the biggest user problems we're trying to solve? And so someone to come in and be able to figure out, well, what are we trying to solve across the board, not just for each specific team, each specific analyst, like what's that holistic picture and what's really the roadmap that we're trying to get to with the data. So that's a lot that I see is that you have these like point to point kind of conversations that occur. And then there's like, it happens again between somebody else. And they're like, wait, you're, you're talking, they're, you're different people are talking about the same thing. And then they're reinventing the wheel. They're doing it again. And it's like, but they're like, who is that person or that role who's overlooking and seeing, wait, I'm seeing what's going on. Wait, I'm seeing this over and over again. Hold on. Let's figure this out because we're wasting too much time and we're all doing it differently. We got to get this line. I think that's something that happens all the time that we really need to be understand who's responsible for the data. Like who's responsible for these communications. Um, I always ask like the, the consumer of data asks for something and they're going to go, they need data. They're going to go talk to a producer and they're going to go say some words to that person, to the engineer. Did they first to communicate that right message? Did they get that right? And did the producer, like that a data engineer, the DBA, whatever, did they actually understand what that, what that analyst that user actually meant? And we don't even know, right? Because they're using one word to mean three different things or three words to mean three different words to mean the same thing. And there's this mismatch of communication, which is what I think starts the whole problem. Yeah, I think it's also, you know, sometimes when you have people directly going, you don't understand what problem they're trying to solve. And a lot of times you do see business stakeholders don't really understand how to ask those questions, but the product mindset is kind of perfect for that because you're constantly, you know, well, what problem are we trying to solve? Instead of just go add this field to this report here, it's like, well, what questions are you trying to answer? So coming at it from that perspective, I think is where, you know, being that product person where you're trying, you're sitting in the middle and understanding, well, what are we trying to solve? Those are some important questions that I think have helped um, some of those communication breakdowns. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. And then, you know, I think one of the questions that, 
that always come to my mind too is that you know there's so much there's so many questions we can ask of the data and and oftentimes i feel like as organizations start to get a little more mature right as they get bigger everyone's always asking questions and things like slack even make that easier now or they're like i wonder this i wonder about that right and so it's almost like there's this unlimited number of one-off sort of investigations we could be doing and sort of unlimited agendas that everyone has about how they want to interpret the data. Um, so it definitely seems like there's a, a need for someone who can broker these conversations and figure out where the repeatable sort of areas are. And, and the other aspect that we see all the time, and this is the, the famous 80-20 rule, right? So the data scientist spends 80% of their time cleaning and wrangling their data instead of, instead of and only 20% doing their, their analysis. That 80% of the time that they're quote unquote cleaning and wrangling the data, this is stuff that want, first of all, they don't want to go do second. I mean, uh, they're probably not doing the best job about it. Uh, third, they're repeating work. So if somebody else is going doing that. So at the end, the, con the consumer of data or data scientist has already gone kind of get, gone that data and they have to go do this extra work. And this is one of these other big kind of, that's not what they should be doing. Who should it be doing? Should the data engineer be doing it? No, because they don't know the business, right? So the data scientists can argue like, oh, they're closer to the business. They should understand it. But again, that's not their full job. Their job is to be able to go get me the data and I want to go run the reports and go answer questions, not go clean the data and stuff. And, and clean the data for me, it's not just like, oh, there's extra spaces and let's normalize dates or whatever, right? It's like, we got to really fundamentally understand what is an order, what is a customer and where is it and try to, and even if there's multiple versions of that, what, let's go find where that data is. I think that's, that's what we need to understand. These are kind of the key problems and someone or some role, some department needs to take responsibility for that. And I don't think it's a data science uh, group or the, uh, it's not the data engineering group. I think that's, that's part of that gap. So, so that, you know, Sorry, go ahead, Tim. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think with that, I think the, the question really is like, you know, what, what is that role, right? And what is that? And, you know, obviously it sounds like, you know, Claire at the Zebra, you guys have taken sort of an interesting uh, approach to that and kind of curious about that. But, um, um, you know, is, is, this, is this data product management? Is that the thing that kind of fits the gap here? Yeah, obviously I'm, you know, biased in that and that, that that's the role, but I, but I have seen something that's interesting, even just as we grow data product management in general is to your point, there is, there's the platform and there's a roadmap for the platform and their KPIs around the scale of that. And how are we, you know, what's the efficiency there, but then that doesn't always relate to, well, what's the actual data? Like what is, what are these data sets that we're using across the company? So we're kind of breaking it down even further where data product manager isn't even focused on the data platform side. It's really just those data sets. And so um, they're working with our analytics engineers now um, that are responsible for those transformations and data models and their, you know, what questions are we trying to answer? What data is not available? How does that fit in? they're facilitating just those questions. And then they don't have anything to do with data science. That's gonna be a completely separate product manager because what we saw when we just had one data product manager who was kind of playing platform and analytics and data science is you start to become your own stakeholder a little bit because the stuff that you're trying to do for data science 
well, you're biased, right? That, that stuff becomes more important. And the whole idea, to your point, we're trying to figure out what are the most important questions we're trying to answer. That person needs to be that unbiased product manager who really just owns like your core data sets. So we're even breaking it out even further. Um, but I think that that missing piece really is that like analytics data product manager whose product is the data, nothing on top of it. Um, so. so I've always made this analogy. I wonder what you think about it as we have software and then we also want to treat almost data, data assets like we treat software. So we do the whole analogy on, on, on software engineering and teams is like, a product and software product manager, they serve as a bridge between, you know, the software engineers and the software users and to make sure that the software that's being created satisfies the requirements of those users, right? So the analogy here is like the software engineers are like the data producers, the, the software users are your consumers and the actual software being delivered is your data asset and the product manager is the person who is making sure that this satisfies the requirements and, and then you even look like, like in software, we have all these tools that we know, right? We have uh, GitHub, right? We have Jira, we have uh, continuous integration development, deployment. Uh, um, we have processes, right? We got the agile methodologies, we use Scrum and all that stuff is like, where is that equivalent for data? And it, is it, should it be a one-to-one -one mapping? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how, what do you think about that? Yeah, I've liked that this role sits, you know, my role sits directly on the product team. So everything as far as how we build our roadmaps, how we use Jira streamlines, because I think it has been treated differently. But when it comes down to it, like the spec template, the brief template, yeah, it may look a little different because you're talking about here's, you know, it's not a design. It's a, you know, here's a set of fields we're trying to add here's a list of dimensions and measures and here's the definition of that like that's more of your requirements but the actual process for going about that and for building that into a roadmap and for adding that to jira and for managing dependencies between different teams like and the backlog everything like that i think has been by being on the same team with the rest of product management you kind of naturally start your process looks similar to that. So then the data team can be better integrated with some of those processes as well. So yeah, we've, we've been pretty consistent by having this role embedded within product, at least on the process side. That's, that's really cool. I mean, and one of the things I'm curious about with this is that, you know, obviously, you know, we're, we're thinking a lot about this analogy and figuring out how organizations can take their own sort of data product management to the next level. Um, how far does that, you know, that model work? Like for your teams and your data product managers, are they actually doing sprints and things like that? Are they actually sort of embedded in with, you know, engineering teams that are meeting on a regular basis? How, how far sort of does, how far does that sort of process go? Yeah, it's, it's fully embedded and it looks just like any other product managers team would. I think, you know, there, there are differences in terms of, you know, you do have a lot of ad hoc stuff coming in. That's kind of, you know, how do you balance that against kind of, you really are a dependency to a lot of other teams and a lot of other departments. So you have to kind of balance those, but it's no different between, you know, some tech debt tickets or bugs or other things that would come into other teams. So we've, you know, all of the processes are fully the same for this product manager as they are for any other product manager. I think the one nuance there is 
with the org structure, you know, sometimes other product managers are your stakeholder. So that can be a little interesting um, where the way you work with engineering is the same, but the way you work with other product managers, they may just be another stakeholder because they could be a consumer of that data. So it is interesting from that perspective, but from working with engineering, um, it's been pretty streamlined. Like we definitely, you know, we want to keep that as consistent as possible. So can, can you share with us a little bit the characteristics of your, of your team? Like who are they? What's their background? A little bit, what's the day-to-day? -day? Like what's the type of stuff they do? For the data product management yeah. team? Yes. Yeah. So, so we have one that's focused on the data platform infrastructure side. And so that's more focused around like scalability and reliability and workflow managers and that kind of area. So much more like technically focused there. And then one who was a former product analyst and um, very analytics heavy background. And that's who's focused on the data analytics. Like data is their products. They're, you know, working with research to figure out what data is missing, you know, what metrics and dimensions are inconsistent. Do we need to, what are the future state things we might need to do to support a new vertical within the company? Something like that. They're focused really on the data. And I think that's what we're talking about here. And then um, another one is data science. And they're like, what are the things that we could be doing with this data? So that's the team itself. But, you know, I think and different ends of the spectrum in terms of who your users are, but the core product skills are consistent across the team. So, so who, for example, are in your, in your team and what's the process to be able to do like the, the what I call the, the whole data wrangling, the cleaning stuff, because that, that's something in my experience is like the key thing that we need to be able to, to figure out how to go manage. Right. When we say, the example I you probably have heard me many people have heard me all the time I bring up is we talk about what is the net sales of an order right what does net sales actually mean and we go figure that we have to go talk to the business to realize oh it means what you take the gross minus the taxes but you have to know that the shipping costs in US and Canada have taxes you got to take those out and then you have to understand that and then you say where is this in the data and you find out that it's like you're not sure you actually have to come up and figure this out right so is, where does that fit within your, within the folks that you work with? Like, is that part of your particular department that you work with? Yeah, so that, that is that data analytics product manager. That's why that skill set is way more analytics heavy because we expect you to be able to go down to the source level because that is your requirements, right? Like the requirements are that you understand what questions people are trying to ask and can translate that into dimensions and measures enough to where an analytics engineer knows, okay, I understand what data we're trying to use. I understand what sources this is coming from. I understand what, you know, that, that is the requirement. So it's, it's a more analytics heavy background that you need than a lot of other um, product management roles for sure, because that's what we expect. That is a data requirement is here's, the sources, here's what questions we're trying to answer, here's the dimensions and measures. That makes all that sense. Kind of and, oh, go ahead, Juan. Well, so I was going to say that that's the type of work that I call the, the knowledge science work, right? It's not just the I mean, data science about understanding, let's go do the predictions analytics, but call this let's, the knowledge, right? What people, the business folks think about what it is. And I'm seeing Jeff asking here in the chat, which is something 
connected to here is like one thing is like what is uh, the net sales of an order let's go find them the data but there's all these there's all this notion of let's go model the information right? let's go we have conceptual data models and understand the semantics um, what's your experience about how, where does conceptualization drawing the data models going to the whiteboard and drawing these things like how do you guys work that out between your the team who's doing the the, the analytics uh, data management and, and and the business users yeah that that would be our analytics engineers so once they understand here's the requirements of what data we're trying to get like the actual data models that are needed to get you to that point we wouldn't expect this person to necessarily define right like just like you wouldn't go draw the infrastructure needed to get to a feature for software product management. So, you know, we would expect in this case, it would be the analytics engineers, the team lead on that team. So that could be more of that knowledge scientist, right? Where it's more of a technical role who kind of in partnership with the product manager can say, okay, I see where we're trying to go. I see what we're trying to add. Let me go draw this out and where it fits in our existing data models. So maybe that could be the partnership there. For us, it's an analytics engineer. Um, but yeah, we expect the data product manager to have the overall context of here's all the different data models we currently have and have a general idea of here's where we would add it, but they would never be prescriptive in saying, here's exactly what you would do. Um, because just like engineers don't like hearing that from their product manager, uh, data engineers don't really either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that makes a ton of sense. And, you know, I think this is really interesting because it feels like we're identifying some different hats here and, and people have to wear some different hats in different parts of this process. And the, the product manager has a certain role. The knowledge scientist or, or knowledge science is a, is a concept here. Uh, it seems like sometimes these people can be the same person, but a lot of times they're not in the same way that like software development, you've got you know, the product manager, but they need to work with the architect and they need to work with the, you know, the back engineers and the front end engineers. It sounds like for your organization, uh, you know, analytics engineers and data engineers and data scientists, they all, they all have some different roles to play in this. And the product manager is kind of coordinating the expertise required to get to that end goal, which is that better data product. Does that, does that sound right? Yeah, that, that sounds pretty spot on. <laughs> in a nutshell. In a nutshell. I've I, I've been I've been personally pushing this this kind of role of the knowledge scientist uh, for a couple for for a while now and I, and when I've talked to people about it, I, a lot of people who are data scientists they identify themselves as data scientists. They're like, wow, I just realized that I'm not a data scientist. I'm doing more of this knowledge science and and I and I enjoy that. I like that work and and and. and and they figure out, oh, I'm not a data scientist. I'm this knowledge scientist. And it's, it's really cool to see people real kind of validating that this is actually happening in the enterprise. And I think it's a big gap that people are not realizing that is out there within the organization. And also, I think we need to go more, we need to go teach more about this, right? But people are not realizing it. Make sure that everybody has the right skills to go do this. So I want to throw that to you, Claire. What are the, what are the skills that, are, that, you find, that you're, you're looking for somebody to be on your team? What are the skills that are like, this is what I expect. This is, this is a really important skill for people to be on, on, on a data product management team. Yeah, I think the, you know, analytics background is big just because data is your product. So I think, you know, we looked for 
SQL as a requirement, just because needing to understand like how these things fit together and not being scared to go down to the source data and look at some of these things. So that's, you know, it's pretty analytics from a technical um, skill set. But I think also for the data product manager, you're going to be working, you have probably the most stakeholders of any other product manager, just because you have a lot of different personalities, a lot of competing priorities, you know, everyone needs something from the data team. So a lot of that is around, you know, ability to work cross-functionally, communicate cross-functionally, um, be able to translate business requirements into technical requirements. So really speak to data. That was really important. And then I think a lot of it is you have to be able to push back on things um, because you know, in order to successfully shift people away from only doing ad hoc work and to really build a data product, I think you have to be able to treat it like this is a roadmap and we can't just have unlimited features. So yeah, I, I think uh, the ability to push back and balance short-term wins with long-term solutions and have, when people can articulate how they would do that, that's that's a big thing because you're going to run into that so much uh, in this role. That's a good That's one. I would like to say that somebody in this role needs to be, they need to be geeks with geeks, but they need to be people persons with the business users, right? I mean, I don't want to get too technical with the business folks, right? And then, uh, and I like this part of that being a people person is knowing how to push back. But people are always going to say, just give me the data. Just give me the data. I just yeah. want the data. No, but what are you trying to go do? Because if you give me a little bit more context, I can help you out. Like say, wait, you can already use this other data that you're using. Or maybe I, I, as you mentioned, like I'm already talking to so many people and you're asking this question. I can probably point you already to somebody else who's already, who knows this or has actually done that job. Like there's already a dashboard for you. you probably weren't aware about it. Yeah. Or, or maybe here's a product that you should be leveraging that you didn't know about, right? The, or, or hey, we've got something on our roadmap. Like, let me let me align you with that because I hear your request coming in. Uh, you know, we're trying to address that in a prioritized manner, right? And, and I think that's important. And that's where that product management skill becomes really important. Yeah, it, it, um, it was so amazing I, when I first, uh, just quickly, uh, it was amazing when I first started and I heard someone in marketing say, the data team will get to that in two sprints. And I was like, this is phenomenal. You know, they're not, they understand the other priorities on the team. They're able to kind of, you know, that's just, that was not how it was before. And so they just kind of understood where product fit into that. And they were communicating in, in the terms of, you know, they don't have enough bandwidth for that, but it's on their roadmap and they will do it in this period of time. And that's, I think, exciting yeah. for this role. Do you deal with any, meth like, do you have any methodologies that you take, that you have in place to go, go through those sprints or uh, I'd be curious? We have uh, shifted. I don't think we've uh, gotten the scrum bond, Kanban scrum down to a T on the data team. I think we're, we're constantly evolving that. I'm always open for tips there. Um, yeah, I think we've, we've changed several times, but because of that need to balance longer term versus incoming priorities, it's been kind of a hybrid, hybrid scrum bond, uh, situation going on, but yeah, always open for tips there. Nice. 
I, I like uh, some of those more hybrid processes. I used to always tell people, yeah, we do scrumish, you know, at some of my previous companies. <laughs> we make it our own. We, we do, what, we'll do what we need. Um, well, one quick thing that we want to ask before we kind of wrap things up is that, you know, a lot of our uh, customers and our audience, they, they think not only about sort of the, the productization and things like that, but also uh, around governance and around how we handle, you know, uh, risk and security in combination with value creation and these different types of things. Um, just kind of curious from your perspective, you know, where does governance fit into the picture? And, you know, there's this, this role of the data steward, right? Where do they fit in? Are they highly overlapped with the product data product manager or are they kind of a different role? Yeah, so I, we just hired our first data steward. So a lot of I think it'll be highly collaborative with the data product manager, but I more see it like when you get to a scale with your product where you have all these different features and you need technical requirements, you know, you're going to have a tech writer or you're going to add all these different, different supporting roles. You wouldn't expect like the product manager who's more focused on the future state and the roadmap. You wouldn't expect them to then also have time for all of the documentation and process. And so you start to add these supporting roles. And that's kind of how I see, you know, if the data PM is adding a new feature, adding a new data set, you know, a new data set's available, they're going to work with the data steward, go through those processes to make sure who has access to this. Let me make sure I'm not overlapping with the definition over here, you know, kind of go through those checkpoints. But you know, I, I don't see the data steward role as, as like defining the future of where you want to go. And so I think that part, is they're more maintaining the current state and the processes around that. So that's where I kind of see, yeah, like the future state and the roadmap and what's coming in data product manager, and then more of that kind of current state, but it's a lot of collaboration, um, you know, when new things are coming in. I, I love this. The data steward is managing the present while the data product management team is managing the future. That's kind of my takeaway. Exactly. Yeah, like <laughs> that's how we see it. Well, so just quickly, I told you 30 minutes was going to go by so quickly. We're over time here, but just, just, I started out saying data producers, consumers, and I put the data stewards in the data producer camp. Where would you, would you, where, where, where do they fit? Or, or, or are they both? Are there data stewards for producers, data stewards for the product management? I see them more in that middle area because they're helping, you know, they're helping the consumers know where to go. They're helping, um, they're helping the producers, you know, follow guidelines on if they're implementing a new event on your site, you know, like what's the definition there, um, making sure that that's good access control. So I kind of see them in the middle of those two groups. I don't necessarily, um, but you know, I've worked with the data steward for six days now, so I will <laughs> let you know if my feelings on that change. But that's, you know, that's kind of how we see the role as another kind of central point in between this that can help translate and provide governance and reliability and, and ultimately ensure a better quality product. So. Well, I love this as a takeaway. The, the, we have the, the data steward is for the present managing the data we have today and you have your data product management team managing preparing the data for the future that's how i'm going to love that conversation well claire thank you so much we appreciate your time here having this conversation and tim happy birthday my friend 
Thank you. Thank you. It's been uh, awesome to have you, Claire. Appreciate it. Yeah. Right. Thanks, guys. Cheers, everybody. Have a great day. Cheers.